Hello and welcome to The Cast of Us, a podcast dedicated to The Last of Us on HBO and brought to you by the Fan Critical Podcast Network. And it's a sad week this week, as in fact, this is our last deep dive of the season. As of course we're talking about the season finale of The Last of Us, episode 9, titled Look for the Light. To wade through the tears with me this week. I'm joined by my regular survivors. First up, a man that I've seen snap on many occasions, and one whose rampaging warpath is not to be messed with. It's John. Hello. Very grumpy. I am a monster. Yeah, yes. A brutal, brutal monster man you are. (laughs) Don't ever get in John's way. Okay? Excuse me. And of course... (laughs) There you go, sir. Uh, And (laughs) then to a man who myself and John have been escorting, carrying, keeping alive all this time. It's little Gareth, little meek Gareth. Yeah, well, it's a good job you've managed it because I'm here to to correct your grammar. Myself and John. Doesn't make any sense, mate. So, Mm. yeah. What would it be then instead? It would be John and I have escorted him. Mm. Okay, all right. Well, there you go. That's why... One of us is some sort of teacher, that's Gareth, and the other one isn't. Anyway, <laughs> sorry for but, my grammar. But also, it is good grammar that will get you through the apocalypse, so... Yes, that's right, yes, yes. Let's get practising. And I! Yeah. <laughs> uh, you boys all right? Yeah. Truck, keep on trucking, you're trucking along? Yeah, keep on trucking, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Trucking and foot. No, not that as well. Just doing another one of these. Just doing another one of these, really. Mm. Yeah. 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 More of these. (laughs) Well, this is one of the last ones because it's the fucking finale, isn't it? So. It's the last of us. It's the (laughs) the last of us. Uh, Of course, this is the end of the season. Me and Gareth, we've already given you our hot take thoughts, uh, which you can listen to now. (laughs) But you know who we haven't heard from? It's the grumpy one. It's John. Missen. John. Yeah. I'm fascinated, as I'm sure some listeners are, to hear what you think, <laughs> as a Shonley and not a game <laughs> player, of the finale of The Last of Us. Could you please let us know your thoughts and give it some delicious, delicious blueberries? Before I score it, yay or nay, it's a question mm. to you both. That's yeah. not the question. Um... The length of the episode, does it hurt the episode? Well, mm, yay. Mm, yay. Yeah, I think it does. I just don't understand it. I don't, I don't <laughs> get it. I don't know what the choice was behind it. Like, uh, like I feel like this could be a five blue episode with i don't know 15 more minutes or something flesh out some of some of it you know uh, it's a four bloob i'll give it a four bloob um and i think the very best bits of this episode are probably better than some of the bits that happened in the five bloob episodes this season but it's just i don't know like to, to go out on the shortest episode of the season it kind of didn't even feel like it didn't feel like the last episode of the season. It felt like like a bolt on, like an after credits thing. 
Like, it's just a bit weird, I thought. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so I'll give it four bloobs. Um, we'll talk about the old, uh, the giraffe, because, Len, I know you loved it. Um, <laughs> and you see, you, I'm sure you've Wait, seen it a on. couple more times now. Before, before you say this, yeah. the CGI wasn't that good, was it? Is that what you're going to say? No, it's it's a real giraffe, Gareth. Right. It's okay. a real giraffe. The green screen. So there's no... I think it's the green screen the that green... ruins it. Like, the whole thing looks a bit weird. You do get a bit of um, tearing, a bit of blurring with the movement. It's when you work with giraffes, though, isn't it? <laughs> it's when you work with giraffes. But that's a technical thing. Uh, talking about the time, the 43-minute thing, um, yeah, I don't understand it either. And I, t- I said this in a hot take. I, d- I, d- I don't get it. Now, mm. uh, I'll go next, guys, because I'm just rambling here. I'll talk about the time thing first. And it is bizarre that when you've got a character like Marlene, who we haven't seen since episode one, and although we do see in the cold open, which is fantastic, uh, it's bizarre to me that they didn't use an extra 15 minutes to give more context to the Fireflies. Mm. Because you haven't seen the Fireflies for a very long time. And to be honest with you, we don't know much about the Fireflies. And it would have made sense to have a few more scenes in and around their base with Marlene, potentially, to flesh out them and their motivations and stuff. Because it's very difficult to... I think if you're not a game player, I think you'll be a bit confused as to who the Fireflies are and what their actual motivations are. Now, the Fireflies are not a uh, good guy group necessarily. And the production of this vaccine... I am. (laughs) (laughs) I am. Forgot about that one guy. Shut up back there, all right? Yeah. Um, The production of this vaccine actually is a very interesting... Uh, idea because if you think about it and there's a lot of debate about this in the last of us community as well the (laughs) fireflies would essentially become the de facto leaders of the world with the power of this vaccine if if it was created which is still up for debate as to whether or not this vaccine would even work you know pfizer it's not like (laughs) yeah it's not like it's a certainty yeah what's the efficacy of this vaccine get on facebook and find out whether it works (laughs) or not yeah Yeah, exactly um so so to me, you know, they would have all the power if they created this vaccine. They would choose who lives, who dies. They would become de facto rulers. And they're not necessarily good guys. You know, we've seen what happens to uh, groups that overthrow Fredra, like with Kansas City, and, and necessarily it doesn't always go the way that you think it does. So <clears throat> that's interesting. I do think they need more time. And I'm baffled as to why they didn't have more time. Now, my score, okay. <laughs> it's difficult it's very difficult because uh, the story means a lot to me and I said this in a hot take I'll just score it as an episode <laughs> fuck's give sake give it four moves it deserves fucking hell it's such a coward I, like, I was listening yeah. to the hot take earlier and mm. the no 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 because I've, I've got to say um, and you were like no because it is a great episode like you knew that you it were going to give episode. it four episodes no, but it's fine. Four episodes. Uh, I give it four episodes. Fucking hell, four episodes. Sorry, I scoffed my dinner before this, and it's obviously gone to my head. Um, yeah, so it's like you know, 
just give it four bloobs. It, like, no one's going to go, oh, Len didn't give it five bloobs. That's it. I'm going to complain. And if they do, fuck them. Hmm. Can you let me do my little my little story about the story? Or are we just going to... Just get on I'm with it. I'm going to the score. Okay. <laughs> right. Now, if anyone didn't hear the hot take, I literally said, and Gareth laughed at this, and it's very fair, that I literally think about this character, these characters and the story every single week. Oh, no, it's stupid, isn't it? <laughs> Weird thing to say. It's so... Fucking true. I do think about this game all of the time. This game is a huge part of my life. And the story is a huge part of my (laughs) life. I've been rambling on to you two about it before the show came out. He called his son Ellie. (laughs) (laughs) You would never Um, think he has a kid with the way he talks. He's just a a loner somewhere. And and you know his his, his little daughter, Cordyceps, as well? (laughs) She's... <laughs> yeah, she grows on you. Oh, very good. <laughs> She's a fun guy. Yeah, yeah, that was obvious. That one, Gareth. That was you. Yeah. Well, you're saying that. Anyway, give it four clues. That. Do you remember Gareth when uh, I first completed this game? Me and you were in our, and you've been there, John. The Streatham Dungeon. flat. It's this like it's like this top floor flat shithole Streatham, and it was a shithole. <laughs> It was alright. And I still it was alright, yeah. And I still remember the reason I remember that flat is because it was the last place me and you lived together, Gaz. And then it was also <laughs> completing fucking Last of Us. Mm. And I think they've done a very good job recreating that feeling that I had at the <laughs> end of the game. Right? And and it is a very Do you reckon they were like bizarre. what we want to do here is really capture yeah. the feeling of living in a flat in Streatham. In Streatham. <laughs> South East London, yeah. <laughs> Southwest right. Southwest. Yeah, I think Southwest. they did a good job of recreating um, the ending. Um, I love the performances. I love the nuance. I love the set design. The only thing is, it just didn't hit me as hard. Okay, and it's obviously because I knew it was coming and stuff like that. But I also think there's a bit of an issue. Well, you got a nicer house now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I also think there's a bit of an issue, and it's it's because in the game you are reluctantly doing these things. You are on a set path. You you question what Joel is doing. But you still have to do it. You still have to kill all these fireflies. <laughs> Control him, you didn't get he? to the sur- <laughs> Of course, yeah. You get to the <laughs> surgery room, and you're literally... It's a very fucking amazing video game moment because you're standing there. There is no way of, for you to get out of that room without killing the fucking surgeon and the nurses if you want to, or whatever, right? Just stay in here then. <laughs> you could just stay there I've off. never actually done that that'd be interesting you could do that and I think that's very hard to recreate in the show because we're just watching it right and it's got a bit of a different feeling to it in saying that as well rambling I think Joel 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 going full Rambo talking about Rambo Joel going full Rambo for that scene I'm Rambo let me explain where I've come from for 28 minutes I'll oh, just get on with it him going full Rambo is at odds with the <laughs> violence in the rest of the season. Mm. It doesn't make as much sense. Like him just being able to wipe out like 20, 30 guys. Are we going to talk about um, this scene in a bit? <laughs> so for me, it just misses out on being, you know, excellent. Like John said, it's a four bloob episode. Um, I still think that some of the moments in there are still fucking amazing. And I'd love to know what people who only know the show think. Because I think they would be as stunned as I was in that little flat in Streatham. 
10 years ago. What am yeah. I doing here? All right, Gareth. <laughs> Get out. Yeah. Imagine that. Get they're transported out. to fucking strip. I've not even seen the last episode. What? Why have you broken in and ruined this fucking show for me? <laughs> Get off my PlayStation 3. Because <laughs> um, you're playing it and you're controlling him, but he just does what he wants. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, go on then, Gaz. Give it five bloobs. I'll keep it short. Um, I've... I think I've given every episode, apart from one, five blueberries, and I stand by it. I thought mm. every every one of those episodes deserved it in isolation. But what I did say at the time was, because obviously, you know, John criticising a lot, saying, yeah, but they're, they're squeezing the time out at the end. Like, the, this, is, this is using up valuable time. And I said... I'll judge the final episode on its own merits as well. And if that is where this time issue comes home to roost, then that's where it will come out in the in the wash, in the scores. And it does. And it's, it's my second four Blueberry episode. And I think I agree with pretty much everything you said, John, in terms of it, like, as an episode, uh, for, for that 45 minutes... It was excellent. I think everything mm. that we actually that we saw, everything that happened, was was really effective. Um, I really enjoyed watching it. But then, yeah did did I did it quite did it have quite the impact um, <laughs> that the game had in our little flat in Streatham, as you say, Len? Probably not. And, mm. and I think that is a symptom um, of the fact that they've. They've kind of messed up the the running times of a lot of these these episodes. So, again, I, I absolutely stand by my five blueberries for episodes that maybe seemed like they were taking away time from this one. But that does affect the finale, which again, yeah. it, it was it was a really it was a very very good it was a great in fact episode of television. It wasn't phenomenal because it was missing something and yeah an extra 10 minutes probably would have helped that um either fireflies yeah or a little bit of infected might have been handy at some point um but uh yeah but yeah i still loved it yeah i mean it is worth noting just quickly that this chapter is the shortest chapter of the game and the chapters do get progressively shorter it's weird it's like the front half of the game is split into seasons the first two seasons are like <laughs> 10 hours of gameplay and the last two seasons are like four hours of gameplay combined. So it is short and I get what they're doing, but they've told us perspectives, you know, from other groups. Like we got more of David's community. We got fucking loads of Kathleen's community. So we're seeing these other sections of society that you don't get from the game because you're in Joel's and Ellie's perspective. And of course, in a TV show, you've got more scope. You can show different perspectives. It feels bizarre they didn't give another 15 minutes to the Fireflies. You know, we even saw more fucking Fedra in the Left Behind episode. You see Captain Quan uh, and he's like telling Ellie this stuff and giving him a more human side to the fire, uh, Fedra. And it would have been interesting just to see a touch more of the Fireflies. And I don't understand why they didn't do that. You know, especially mm. when you've got Marlene there. She's a fantastic actress and she's very compelling. Same actress from the game. And I think there could have been a bit more scope there. 
that's the only reason it gets a four in, in my mind. And I'm sure, as you guys have just said, it's similar reasons. So mm. uh, a few things to get into before, you know, uh, we, we dive into the scene by scene. Just to say that if you are enjoying this podcast and you've listened to us throughout the season and you've not been listening on our main channel, Fan Critical, could you please uh, search that or go in the show notes? There's a link to it right there. Click it and uh, subscribe to Fan Critical because we've got loads of other episodes on there you can go back in time to over 300 episodes reviewing obviously as i'm sure if you like this show like last of us there's stuff on there that you like like game of thrones westworld which was an absolute shambles by the end uh stranger things uh loads of stuff all marvel movies mandalorian severance we've got reviews for loads of shit on there so go check it out that's fan critical on any podcast app platform spotify or on the link in the show notes now uh, of course you can also sponsor us on patreon go to patreon.com forward slash fan critical uh, we've had lots of patrons join us this season thank you so much for your support it is amazing uh, that's patreon.com forward slash fan critical now there'll be a little musical interlude and when we come back scene by scene breakdown of episode nine look for the light Alright boys, we open this finale with a heavily pregnant woman running through the woods. She's being chased by the infected and she makes her way to a farmhouse. She bolts the doors and barricades herself in as her water breaks. Unfortunately though, an infected breaks through and Anna has to kill it. She then notices the baby has popped out, but not before (laughs) she was bitten on the leg. She cuts the umbilical cord and cradles little Ellie. Oh, dear. How have you made that funny? (laughs) It's a skill. Your baby's popped out. Um, Well, it does. I know. I mean, there's... We've all been there. We've all been through the birthing procedure as support people, obviously. So you now didn't just pop out. You're about to make yourself extremely (laughs) unpopular, Len. I know it didn't just pop out. What's wrong with you? Hurry up. We'll go cinema. Go watch Avatar for the fourth time. Um, Yes. Really good, actually, this scene. Um, Very sad. Very sad. I I know Gaz was talking about uh, this on the hot take. But it is. is It's emotional as a parent. You know, like Mm. when when babies are at that, you know, when they just pop out like that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) When they're at their most vulnerable. So it's very very sad. I um, I recently watched Len. You'll uh, you'll you'll enjoy this. Um, oh, please, your uh, mass public horror choice, uh, a quiet place, and again, yeah, brilliant for five bloobs actually. So yeah, nice. Um, is that the first time you've seen it? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, it is great. Yeah. Well um, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, it was brilliant. Um. And again, like that, uh, I don't want to spoil that film, but there, there, maybe a baby pops out in that as well. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, in very stressful circumstances. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, and again, it's that vulnerability, you know, in a world full of monsters. Um, very sad. Very sad. Yes, it is very sad. And I, I'm always on edge whenever there's a little baby on screen like that. And especially <laughs> now, obviously, as a parent. Um, a couple, th- couple things to, to dive into here. Anyone who didn't hear the hot take and doesn't know this information, uh, Anna, Ellie's mum, is actually played by Ellie by, by Ellie from the games, Ashley Johnson. Hmm. So Ashley Johnson uh, is the actress from the games. Her voice is so recognisable as Ellie if you've played through the games. Um, so in a way, she is, you know, giving birth to herself. Yeah. You know, Ellie is giving birth to Ellie. Um, and the <laughs> showrunners have talked about that. And it's, and it's very interesting. They wanted to pass on that sort of genetic DNA of that character. And Ashley Johnson is so synonymous with... Uh, Last of Us, I think it is just I will say, a- amazing to see her. I'll say again, as I said on Hot Take, she looks like she looks like Bella Ramsey. Yeah, mm. she does. I think she does. They and... lucked out there, to be fair, because <laughs> like, yeah, imagine, <laughs> imagine if she just looked nothing like her. They, what would they do? But I oh, just put put this, and, and she's fucking brilliant in this scene and the, and the next scene, which we're going to talk she is about. Very good. Um, uh, the bite on her leg, uh, according to information we know, gives her in the region of 12 to 24 hours until she turns. Um, that is according to the law that Google. was been set up in this world. Google and that. Um, I'll tell you an- another another emotional punch with with this scene and the quality quality of acting as well is uh, the the way that like, Obviously, she's just meeting her daughter f- for the first time, and that she oh, no. she knows that she won't. She's never going to see. She's her. never going to be able to look yeah. after her. Um, That's horrible, and so it's heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking. Um, yeah, and of course, this does tell us how Ellie is immune, which is a controversial thing, I, I suppose, because in the game you just don't know. Yeah, mm. and they've given us this extra information here. Um, and it kind of, in a way, it kind of makes Joel's decision worse at the end. It's interesting because you actually know that Ellie is very, it's not just luck. There is an actual set of circumstances that has made her this yeah. <laughs> saviour of humanity. I mean, it's still, it's still luck, but I guess you mean like it's Definitely not luck, a thing yeah. that will just happen. Just yeah, yeah, yes, yes. So I mean, like a, another human isn't going to be born where this just happened. This, ha- this like set of circumstances has to happen the exact same way and then you have to hope that it just ha- you know what i mean i think it's it's I think, reverse um, engineering I I on the hot take like i quite liked it <laughs> yeah. but um i can imagine that people won't i wondered if have you had a look like has there been any reaction on uh, to it yeah so far it's okay um it's positive i would say is is what interesting uh, I I will watch Reddit closely in the next few days. Maybe when we do a season wrap up, we'll see we'll something else, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Move on. He's got he's got CGI giraffes to look at for ten minutes a day as well. <laughs> okay, it is now night time, and we see a group uh, with torches heading towards the farmhouse, looking like fireflies in the night. It's Marlene and the fireflies. Uh, Marlene is Hello. Anna's best friend. And she is instructed to take Ellie, look after her, and then kill Anna. She reluctantly accepts. This is interesting. Uh, Marlene (laughs) 
<laughs> looking after Ellie all this time, something that we know she did. Mm. Uh, now we know why she did it. Uh, and maybe always knowing that she might be immune. Yeah. And that is very interesting because Marlene discovers uh, Riley dead and Ellie in the mall. And she doesn't shoot Ellie, even though Ellie's been infected, which is like, I've always been like, why? Why didn't she do that? And then now it's because maybe there's this glimmer of hope that she's immune. It's quite an interesting little but then, narrative beat. Then what you also have is this like philosophical dilemma where she's essentially raised Ellie, protected her, raised her like cattle to be slaughtered and you know i'm, I'm not i don't want to i don't want to do brutal spoilers for harry <laughs> potter but there is a bit of a parallel there um i won't won't go into detail oh, for, i was on half blood prince part two for fuck's <laughs> sake um, you've just you're telling me what <laughs> just in case anyone hasn't so heard of just tell just tell me dobby lives harry potter. just tell me he lives uh-huh. oh fuck's We'll talk later, okay? Um, <clears throat> but it's a it's a, it's a anyway, question it? like, is this is this all right? <laughs> is it all right? <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Well, yeah, I, I, it's all right. Now, I, I I tell you what's interesting. She puts uh, Ellie into Fedra as an orphan because it's the safest place for her to to grow up. I think that's very smart, and she sort of watches her from afar. Um, I don't think she ever has Who's the intention looking at you of... on that hill. <laughs> Get down. Um, I don't think she ever has the intention of necessarily knowing if she's immune or not. But but it must be playing on her mind. Surely there must be something there. You know. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, it was it was good. Great scene. Brutal. <laughs> Ashley Johnson, fucking fantastic. Marlene, the actress playing Marlene, is the same from the game. We've talked about this in Clicker Corner, and she's also fucking brilliant. Um. I love this opening. And uh, then we smash cut to Ellie in present day, a bit out of sorts, not really listening or engaging with Joel as they approach Salt Lake City, um, where they believe the Firefly camp is now situated. Um, hmm. Bit of a role reversal here, lads. Uh, you know, remember back to episode three, Ellie's like just fucking chewing Joel's ear off about everything. GBH and now it's the other way around. Mm. <laughs> yeah and that's the other way around Joel's like oh I found this I found Boggle what's up do you want to learn to play guitar hey what about this thing mm. and Ellie's yeah. like you know, Boggle this film called uh, stop talking about them I've never been to the cinema I went once and <laughs> I Dawn of the Wolf part two yeah <laughs> yeah stop going on yeah. Joel honestly I had out to hear with you imagine that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what it's a bit like though she's just out of sorts completely um, mm. And the only it's thing that gets there. her out of it is, of course, we have one of the most iconic scenes yeah, in any video game. And uh, it is as Joel and Ellie are navigating through a building, Ellie runs off as she sees something. Joel follows until they encounter a giraffe. So fucking hell, look, look at this weird looking horse. <laughs> they then My see the beauty of nature as a whole <laughs> flock. Is it a flock of giraffes? Herd? A whole flock of giraffes. I think it's are a wandering herd, around. Isn't it? Herd, herd flocks of giraffes. Yes, herd, yeah. Bird related. I think 
I agree, but I do think flock is used in non-aviation type animals as well. <laughs> so I think that is a true. Flock of sheep, Gareth. Type animals. Gareth, do you not make it up for myself earlier? That's doesn't a flock of sheep. Perfect example. Yeah, a true. gaggle of sheep. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a parade. A school of I sheep. think it's a parade of giraffes. That feels legit. Oh, that does feel good. Yeah, it does sound good. Um, I'm going to go. All right, then, John. I'm going to drop yeah, him into on. our voice. Group of giraffes hanging out at the pub. What do you call them? <laughs> That's not a giraffe. Called... It reminds me of a joke while John's doing it. I'll tell you a joke. Um, herd. Guy goes, herd. Guy goes, it is a herd. Oh, all right. Yeah. Herd. Guy goes into a pub with uh, his pet giraffe and uh, goes, yeah. and, goes and lies down by the fire. Um, and the guy goes to order a, a beer, and the barman says, it's "Too hey, mate, long this joke. You can't leave that. You can't leave that line in here." And he goes, "Huh? It's not a line. It's a giraffe." Oh, that's good. I was convinced you were going to tell that joke that lasts about twenty minutes and just doesn't even have a punchline. Save that for after the pod. Yeah, um, yeah. John, go on. Then you had an issue with this scene. Just looks weird, I'm, doesn't I'm it? Fascinated to hear it. Just looks weird, yeah. like. Okay. Uh, I still like the background is t- like I mean the fact that the background is fake, so it makes everything look fake. I'm even like, are they leaves? Like the like is, is that real? Like <laughs> it's just too. Imagine that. Yeah. No, Imagine no. The background is real. The giraffes were should, real. Should we hold the the leaves? Should we hold these leaves? <laughs> what leaves? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, look, I I know this is a uh, a famous scene from. I was about to say the book then. <laughs> uh, from the game, there's a book. Um, but uh, I don't know. It just didn't land with me, to be honest. I was just a bit like, okay, why don't you take a leaf out of my book, mate? Take oh, a leaf out of my nah, book. Now, wind your neck and, in. Uh, no. oh. <laughs> that look, I, I will say. I've studied this scene because I'm a bit of a, a stickler for special effects. And you know, if they go wrong, I get very annoyed. Like, I criticised House of the Dragon for some of its shitty, shitty effects, which blows my mind because they've got so much fucking money. Mm. None of it should look bad, ever. Um, they've got more money than this show, House of the Dragon. Um, I will say that I did notice the green the green screen on second viewing a lot more when I literally studied it. Um I will stand by my point that the giraffe looks real. I think they got a giraffe in a green screen room. And I think... It's the guy in a suit, isn't it? The over... <laughs> well, a few guys, obviously. Good neck. Uh, it'd be at least four guys, I reckon. Yeah. It'd be about 20 Gareths in that giraffe <laughs> suit. Um... A gaggle of guys. <laughs> a gaggle of Gareths. Yeah. Um, but I will say, yeah, the background is a bit oversaturated. You can see in the wide shot, um, it it looks a bit silly. But we're the only ones who are going to fucking notice that. Most general viewers aren't going to see that. Um, so let's everything talk about you hoped for, Ellie. That's a bit saturated, isn't it, from here, to be honest? <laughs> <laughs> I could do some real leaves. Um, let's... Let... <laughs> Maybe the scene would work better if I held some real leaves. Wait, no, shut hold up, on. Just, they're going to be I there. Forgot, surely our favourite line in the whole series happens at this point. When Ellie says, it's had its up and downs. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did notice that. Mm. Back to the escalator. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it has actually got one of the best 
uh, look, let's talk about what the scene means. What do you think the scene means? Because that giraffe, is interesting. That, giraffe, yeah. <laughs> that is at, definitely. That is at the heart of what this. Ignore what the green screen's doing and just what do you think this moment it's just means? Just in it. Someone's characters. like, "What do you think this means?" I'm like, "Why does that look so weird at the back there?" Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, what does it mean? Uh, it means they don't have as much budget as um, <laughs> House of the Dragon. <laughs> That's the message, isn't it? That's what they were sending out. They were like, Magic. "Look, we need more money for season two. So let's just let's pick this scene and oversaturate the background so that we get more cash for us. It's like it's like when a manager <laughs> yeah. just picks his under 18s to play just to <laughs> prove a point that he hasn't yeah. been able to spend enough in football. Money. That does happen. Yeah. yeah. Soccer. Um it means um what John was saying about giraffes, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I I mean it's open to interpretation obviously but like Is it? it's it's such a moment of like peacefulness amongst all the violence and everything mm. and it's to show i guess that there's still innocence in the world and ellie's innocence and giraffes, is still there <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, saw an innocent earlier it's a what? gaggle of innocence <laughs> <laughs> but no like ellie ellie you know you think about what she's just done she's bludgeoned David to death. Yeah, you think about that scene of her literally just bludgeoning his head mm. in. Yeah. Um, and then you have this moment where she's completely zoned out and then this brings her back and Joel sees that and it's just a lovely moment between them. We then obviously have... Oh, she's hit the giraffe. <laughs> the li- <laughs> we have the line where Joel's like, <laughs> imagine that, she starts bludgeoning the fucking giraffe. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. We don't have a line where Joel's like, look, we don't have to fucking do this. Um, you know, we could just go to Tommy's, forget this whole thing happened. And Bella Ramsey's delivery of this this iconic line, you know, after everything that I've done, it can't be for nothing. Um, loved it. Fucking loved it. Bella Ramsey's fantastic in this episode. Uh, I know she's asleep for the final <laughs> for much of it, but uh, some of it is fucking amazing. Definitely, yeah, her performance is definitely better in the first half of this episode, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit catatonic in the second <laughs> half until the ending. Lazy. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, uh, they then wandered towards the hospital uh, with an evacuated triage centre. Joel confesses he tried to kill himself the day after Sarah died, but he fucked it up. Uh, he then says, time isn't what fixed him, but Ellie is. Well, it doesn't say the last bit. Yeah, it's open to interpretation, yeah? <laughs> well, it's not, is it? It's fucking Giraffes obvious, are. isn't it? It's, come on. Yeah. Giraffes are what done it. What do you think What do you think this scene means, guys? <laughs> <laughs> did they, was that, is, is that, uh, did that happen in the, the game? No, 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 no. And um, we'll talk about it more in Click a Corner, but this is uh, another fascinating bit of information that we're like, what the fuck? Joel tried to kill himself? Mm. And it's not unbelievable because he is obviously distraught after his daughter fucking dies and it's awful. And he's just wandered around as a ghost for like 20 years, a murdering, brutal ghost who just, as you see later <laughs> in this episode, is capable of terrible, terrible Ghostly things. things. Uh, so so to, to, to humanize him in this way and give yeah. him, the, you know, the fact you just that said he, he was a murdering ghost. <laughs> well, he's a human, you know. Yeah. <laughs> right, Very yeah, fascinating sorry, yeah. character is Joel, obviously. Great character. Um, 
So I, I really liked uh, this extra bit of information. And um, it's a good scene. The moment, moment between Ellie and Joel here is is lovely. And of course, it's short lived because then they're reading more hilarious puns uh, and are flash banged by some fireflies. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, he's uh, snappy. You read that one out before, <laughs> haven't you? Um, why? So, I mean, <clears throat> they've got the drop on them, haven't they? Yep. Fireflies. Like, they're creeping up behind them. It's a little girl and a yep. guy. Why are they flashbanging them? <laughs> what a waste that is. Mm. Isn't it? Yeah, there can't be many of those grenades lying around. Mm. It's not a lion, it's a giraffe. Um, this is different <laughs> in the game, and we'll talk about it in Clicker Corner. And I think there's reasons why they didn't do it. Uh, and this is the far cheaper option. Mm. <laughs> This is the option that saves you a million dollars. So this is probably why they did it this way. Stick them on the back Um, of the head. Don't even use a flashbang. Well, does in a way. Uh, We'll talk about it in Click a Corner because it's interesting, uh, the difference there. Joel then wakes up in hospital under guard with Marlene. She says that Ellie is being prepped for surgery. Surgery that will kill her as they believe they can collect the cordyceps growing in her brain to create a vaccine and save humanity. Joel says she can't do this before Marlene orders her men to march him outside. And if he tries anything, kill him. Yeah. This this guy that's marching him out. Oh, my word. He, could he try <laughs> harder to be killable? Did I say to stop? Yeah. I didn't hear anyone say stop. <laughs> what are you talking about? Just give him a little nudge. To- Let's rewind a little bit to the uh, scene between Marlene and Joel. Fucking loved it. Uh, quick again, though, in it. Do you not think it is quick? He's it literally quick. just. Got it's up. also quick Imagine in the game. A conversation like that after you've just got up, like you'd be like, "Oh, can I have a glass of water or something." Yeah, give me a cup like, of jelly. Or he's concussed. Please. Yeah, he's concussed as well. Yeah. Right, come on, march that guy out. I know he's definitely going to try something, but let's just march him out. You, t- uh, you two. You too. You, uh, you incompetent, and you who's not allowed to say any lines. March him out. Um, I've always thought, mental. yeah. I'll- tie him up. <laughs> I've just always thought- tie him up until it ends, and then go, right, now fuck him off. Yeah, I've always thought it's interesting that Marlene ju- doesn't just kill Joel. Now... There's a lot of debate as to why this is. She um, loves him. Because <laughs> <laughs> she understands what he's been through, the connection that he's made with Ellie, because she has that connection to Ellie as well. There's a lot of like, you know, she, he's the only person who can understand the weight of the decision that I'm making. Um, you know, Marlene is like, you know, she's sacrificing her best friend's wishes here. Um, she just doesn't you know, seem that bothered. Killing her daughter. Well, I, she does. She's crying. There's tears rolling down her fucking oh, eyes. Oh, come on. Kinnell. Seeing people cry not getting into clubs, mate. It doesn't mean anything, does it? For fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, yeah, they I was definitely really could have. To a big night out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. You and your herd. Fuck off. Um, you never get him in anyway. Look at the size of the guy. Um, I. Yeah. Th- th- see, this is where they could have like an extra. You know, five minutes of them having a conversation, like and yep. like, as a as someone that hasn't played the games, like if you're just watching this, there's no real drama. Like you know, 
she's not going to convince Joel like but they could have fleshed the acting chops here like like I I I didn't get it that she was that gutted it's like well we just got to get on with it isn't it just get on with it it's like well that that's why I wanted to see more of Marlene yeah that's why I wanted to see more of Marlene now look uh <laughs> this is for another day but we will see definitely um some scenes with her in season two, I'm sure of it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't. I'm not saying I wanted to see those scenes here. I just wanted to see more of her. Maybe even more, a scene with her and Ellie would have been interesting. You know, um, yeah. to get that sort of paternal link that that she's. You know, that you said you didn't buy that she cares, John. So that would have been interesting. Um, but it's you know, you've got the two sort of <laughs> sides of the coin here with. Joel and Marlene and Marlene like sacrificing her humanity to save humanity and Joel sacrificing humanity to save his humanity. So it's quite interesting because it's a selfish decision what he does next. I mean, whichever fucking way you look at it. Um, Joel, after being escorted by these two uh, absolute dweebs outside the hospital, absolutely decimates them. Mm. Uh, He then goes into a bit of a trance uh, a bit Rambo-like, killing every single firefly in the building mm. before getting to the surgery theatre. I'm going to put the music in here because the music is actually the music that's played <laughs> in the game when you pick Ellie up and you're running to the elevator, escaping the guards. I fucking love it. The string arrangement of the theme. It's beautiful. Um, but it's tragic. And when it's played over this section of him shooting all of these people it's obviously to say that this is he's he's doing something incredibly evil he is he is you know (laughs) doing this terrible terrible act john where do you fall down on joel's decision here and also what are your thoughts on the increase in violence when we've talked about violence being at a premium this mm. season I think Joel probably could have gone alright give us 10 grand and I'll just I'll walk away could have made some money out of it couldn't he <laughs> um, oh, obviously he's right isn't he just kill all of them they're all fucking dweebs anyway like I mean and don't worry about humanity it's fucked it's dead it's finitoed you yeah. know that's an interesting point isn't it it's an interesting point I'm talking about point. the real world I'm not talking about this <laughs> the show. Um, yeah, fair enough. The uh, look, him going on a rampage and killing everyone is a bit silly. Let's let's be honest. For for a show that has kind of maintained, made it realistic. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Like there's been some several times this season where I'm thinking, like when they crash in in Kansas City. You know, usually there there was like. 10 assailants but they stripped it back to like two and brian mm. and <laughs> you know it made sense it made i believe that joel could take those, all these people down these are trained soldiers and he's just dispatching them that's my only issue with it it's like because it does it's a, in the game it makes perfect sense you're fucking you, you've been you've been killed you've killed so many people yeah you know you've what i mean up. it's not an issue um, leveled up that's right the 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 use of sound is great I, I really like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The music's fucking awesome. Mm. But 
yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I let it go. I let it go because I just wanted uh, just just get on with it. Just get this episode done, and then <laughs> that's it. I do one more of these pods, and I'm I'm free. Um, yeah, so it was Freedom. all right. It was all right. Um, Gaz, do you agree with Joel's I decision? Gaz loved it. And um, what the decision to kill everyone? Um, yeah, and save Ellie and doom humanity. Well, potentially, I think you know you you, you understand understand it i think the kind of nuance with it comes a bit later in the conversation between joel and marlene where it's like yeah yeah you know on one hand you can look at it as humanity saving humanity versus saving one girl and think about all of the all of the kids that are gonna die if if we don't do this. Um, but it think like, it's not even a guarantee. Well, He's it's got not, some yeah, guy knocking about. So, like, I mean, is he really a doctor, or did he used to work in a warehouse somewhere? And he, he thought, had a, right, if I wear he had this, a little badge on like me. Tune, tune in for season two, John. Um, That's all I'll say about that. He had a little doctor badge on. There's um, no guarantee. It's not like definitely. If we do this, we're definitely going to get the cure. Imagine if he turned around and went, oh, "Nah, fucked it. Sorry." Get another kid. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Human, you, is it worth it? Maybe it is, but but no. Yeah. I mean, on a personal level, like if I was if I if if that was up to me, I wouldn't I I wouldn't be I wouldn't sacrifice anybody that that I yeah, care. Yeah, fucking about. hell. Find yeah. another way. Look at COVID. Yeah. We got there in the end. Find someone we? else. Yeah. Um, Once they yes. accepted it was just That's a cold, everyone was fine. <laughs> But also, <laughs> right? So can we just accept? Can we start to learn to live with cordyceps? How about that? Um, yes. Yeah. It's been what, long enough. What I would say is, it's it's not up to it's not up to any of them. It's up to Ellie. It's Ellie's choice. Yes, and we'll we will talk about that in a minute. Uh, at the operating theatre, he enters and orders them to unhook her. Inside, there is a doctor and several nurses. The doctor grabs a scalpel and Joel shoots him dead, orders the others to turn around as he carries Ellie down to the car park. I won't let you take uh, her. This plays, out, <laughs> this plays out like the game, <laughs> but as I talked about before, in the game, you are literally just... You're kind of at that moment. You've just played through this section where you've murdered all these people. You don't necessarily agree with Joel's decision, about what he's doing. You don't want to fucking kill these doctors and nurses, but you have to. And you sort of stand there for a little bit. You can stand there for like just, 30 just seconds. Just over the dock, just proper unloading constantly. Like, I don't want to do this, but I'm just going to keep shooting. <laughs> oh, I don't want to do this. Standing over his corpse, just <laughs> unloading some rounds into it. Um, nah, but it's it's an interesting thing. And if you haven't played the game, I, I, I implore you to play the game um, because this is a very... A divisive moment as you play it and uh, as huge huge ramifications for season two and we're not going to talk about that in this uh, podcast series because it's just too much i don't want to spoil anything um but let's just say this moment right here is a catalyst for everything <laughs> so it's very interesting uh, there is a cameo in this room can't talk about it here also have to talk about it in clicker corner because it's quite spoilery and uh joel carrying ellie is a great mirror of the first episode with Sarah, right, guys? Mm. You reckon? Yep. The way he's carrying her to safety. Yes, yes. 
Very deliberate. Yeah. Very deliberate. Yeah. It'd be weird if he carried Lovely. her in a different way. Though. If he was like, dragging her out by the foot, yeah. she was a bit knackered. Fireman's lift. <laughs> yeah, little fireman's lift. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. Why are you balancing on um, your head? It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah. Why are you just giving put, her a piggyback? Just put you on anyway. the giraffe that's been with me the whole time. <laughs> Get on nibbles. Stop by the gift shop on the way down to the car park, pick up a giraffe toy and go, look, it's like that thing we saw earlier. Anyway, in the car park, as he's getting in the car with Ellie, Marlene confronts him at gunpoint. She says it's not too late. He can still leave her, leave, and Ellie can save the world. Uh, we then cut to Joel in the car, looking sad. <laughs> he then hears Ellie wake up, mm-hmm. and we see through a flashback, he actually shoots Marlene and then shoots her again in the head, uh, saying that they'll only just follow them. Mm. He then lies to Ellie, saying she's not that special after all. You're not even special. I love the way they kept the editing, like the game here, because it's fucking fantastic. I love it. I just, I love the way this is constructed with Marlene's final plea. Then you cut to the car. And you're like, oh, for that split second, you're like, oh. And then he goes back and you see <laughs> what he's done. And fucking hell, it is brutal. It is so fucking cold and brutal uh, that, oh, man. Well, I mean, it would and, and be worse to leave her to bleed out. It's a mercy kill. I agree. I, I agree. If he was laughing when but, he did it, that would be a bit mad. I'd mean, be like, oh, why are they... <laughs> You'll just come after us. <laughs> yeah. Or he said one of the puns or something. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I'll just kill him. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Imagine that signs off of a pun. Mm. Do you reckon that should be Ellie's uh, like signature move? She signed, Before she kills anyone, she just signs off of a pun. Yeah, That'd why not? Interesting. Good. Why not? Um... Now, this is the moment where I will say that, and we've talked about this in the preview podcast, that um, Joel is such a fascinating character. He's essentially the villain (laughs) of the game. And you've played this character for the whole time and, you know, we've watched him and you've seen now the thing that he is truly capable of doing. For love, and we talked about this in the in the in the hot take that love is the story, you know, uh, and they've talked about how love, the showrunners have talked about how love is this amazing thing, but it's also a horrible thing if used incorrectly, and this is <laughs> that perfect, <laughs> that perfect fucking instance where right, you've love used is love incorrectly. Mate. This is a public. But no, seriously, like, you think about it, like, Joel's love for Ellie. But, you know, if it's a tube that other people use, it's just not, (laughs) do you know what I mean? You just can't. Um, It's not allowed. What do you think about Joel being the villain? Is it, I mean, is the villain, if you prescribe to a particular philosophical standpoint? Like, yeah, I don't know. Is it ever villainous to defend the people you love by whatever means yes. necessary yes yes it is well, <laughs> yes it is maybe but I, I think every every person has their own world that they that they care I about i agree and with you know, that as well. Joel, joel's not joel's not i mean maybe he is I, I was gonna say he's not looking for like personal gain here 
It's to save <laughs> well, yes, <he> yes. somebody <laughs> who he cares about. It's to save their life. And it's to save him fucking self. Yes. He makes his decision to save himself. Remove Ellie from the situation. He is doing this because he can't lose another kid again. Right? Mm. Now, Joel is my fa- one of my favourite characters ever. And he does the thing that characters like Jamie in Game of Thrones do for me. Oh, he didn't do that, did they... he? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, didn't even have a sister. Jamie's the opposite. Jamie's the opposite. He tries to kill a kid to fucking... But anyway, yeah. we'll move on to that another time. Mm. Um, but these morally grey characters are why I love stories. Like It's just you, you root for them and then you're appalled by some decisions they make and you still love them. And it's a fucking great philosophical debate and we can talk about it more in the well, season wrap up if good, you want good but... people do bad things but it doesn't make them they bad do. people correct that's I, I agree with that as well john i agree with that as well i love joel as a character and i, I just i'd love having this <laughs> conversation with people now and now everyone can you know has seen the show and hasn't played the game has experienced this story and i hope they also are having he's this been, very interesting he's been scaring debate. people on the street what do you think of joel and his grey character. <laughs> Sorry, sir. I've been doing that thing that like celebrities with their comedy shows do where they walk around in the street. Oh, the comedy shows. Win. <laughs> yeah, those comedy shows. Uh, just asking people in the street shit, random mm. shit. Um, anyway, uh, we then see Joel and Ellie days later as they make their way back to Jackson. Joel talks about Sarah and how her and Ellie would have been great friends. Ellie is, however, conflicted, and as they overlook Jackson, she tells Joel about Riley, and then lists off all that they have been through and all the people that have died. She then makes him swear that what he said about the fireflies was true. He pauses, then swears it is. Ellie stares at him and says, okay, as the season ends. Mm. Mm. Yes, I mean, she knows it's bullshit, and uh, he's a terrible yes. liar, and he knows that she knows basically uh i'm playing the track of music here they've actually used it earlier this season um which i thought was a bizarre decision because this track is so synonymous with the end but they've used it again at the end um i love it i love the way this is edited as well (laughs) how it just pauses uh before she says okay and we talked about this in the hot take how and i've talked about this in the preview podcast in the spoiler section of the preview podcast because i didn't want to spoil the ending for anyone who didn't know what's gonna happen um the look that ellie gives joel in the game is fucking perfect i don't know there's so many fucking things going on in that girl's head at that moment in time (laughs) that i i was very worried that they'd be able to replicate that end shot goes boss eyed (laughs) imagine that um but fuck me bella ramsey's acting here in this look is phenomenal because we talked about it in the hot take gas didn't we how she's trying to portray conflict here like she knows what joel has done but she has no other choice than to go along with this fiction that he's created it's a fucking difficult thing to act uh over egging it a little bit aren't we like no there is no over egging here john it, it is, is a little perfection. bit isn't it? it's very good it's very good it's, it's a very good perfection. look perfection Mm. All right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, eat your fucking pie and shut shut up, John. <laughs> eat Perfect. your pie. Right. Eat your pie. 
Yeah. <laughs> he scoffed down his dinner. Did you have pie? No. Out of interest? <laughs> what a guess. Had, uh, what did you have? stew. So there you go. Oh, so similar. It's something that goes in a pie, in a way. It's just the, the yep. pie without the pastry. I just I just love yes. the like, surprise that you didn't have pie. Mm, what else yep. could he have had? <laughs> well, he's British. That's all they fucking eat. Yeah. That's all we eat. They. Pies, apparently. <laughs> they. <laughs> they. All right, come on, let's get on with it. Um, it's a terrible look. Get on with it. <laughs> nah. Um, but do you, got, do you like the way it ended, John? Just... That is the end of the season. Uh, yeah. Um, I thought some of that, some of the talk before the questioning was a bit random. Like him talking about his daughter and stuff. Like we've crossed that bridge, haven't we? Like I think he's trying to distract her from the terrible thing that's <laughs> that's happened. Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's, this is remember when we saw those drafts. The ultimate yeah, that was mad, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, this is the ultimate way of making him seem more sympathetic again to her, talking about his dead daughter. The grief that he has been through losing his daughter makes... Because like you said, John, he knows that she knows what's happened. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but he knows that she knows that he knows <laughs> that she... Yeah. So he's trying to soften it by saying, look, I've lost so much. I can't lose you as well. That's not softening it, though, is it? Just, like, just go, I can't wait until we get back. I'll have a beer with my brother and we'll, we'll go to the cinema and we'll watch that wolf film. <laughs> True. Yeah, that Dawn of the Wolf part two. Yeah. You can finally watch it. Or Curtis and the Viper part two, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah even like if he said... To watch. It, like, that would have been good, wouldn't it? Imagine if he'd have referenced that film that they were watching on the day that she died. Would have been interesting. Where he would turn around and said, been, do you know yeah. what? Uh, I never got to see this all the way through. Fancy watching that later? Mm, well, John, John, there's a spoiler for season two in there, son. I can't, you know, so you just well, they, calm yourself down. Yeah. Wait till season two. Good writing though, isn't it? Yeah, it'll be Not in season two. Not too on the nose. Don't you, don't you, you know, I was talking about my dead daughter <laughs> earlier. Yeah. Oh, God. How long's this hill? <laughs> um, Gaz, you... You like the ending, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. I did. I really like the ending. Um, Not that bit. I though. think all of Joel's chatter <laughs> is, is yeah, like you say, it's to distract Ellie from thinking too much um, yeah. about anything Stop that's thinking. Um, and, yeah. What are you I looking mean, at me like that for? <laughs> <laughs> it was the, the ending from the game, as you've banged on about constantly for the last 10 years, is iconic. And yeah. and it's it's yeah. beautifully replicated here. Um, so yeah, big fan. And that Pedro's fantastic as well. Yeah, it's, his acting. It's all is good. It's all good acting. Unbelievable. Um, and you know, I'll be interested to see if this now stays with everyone else that hasn't played the game. I I do think this is one of those endings, like Inception, um, where it's not about what you believe happens, whether the piece topples down or stays up. <laughs> Hold it, on. It's what... Right, no, spoiler no. warnings for Inception spoiler. here. People may not have seen it. <laughs> yeah, but that, out of context, Christ. that means nothing for people who haven't seen Inception. I'm just saying that... No, but if you're halfway through, you give me like, right, okay, now I know. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, it's not about the fucking outcome. It's just about what it means. Yes. You know what, what the characters I, it, it choose to believe yes. and the, the reality yes. that they accept. Exactly. And that is fucking fantastic. And 
it, it for me stands up there as one of those great endings in cinema and media that you will think about for a long time and i hope it it does stay with you because it's very i powerful. think about it anyway inception ending there you go <laughs> there you, so see yeah. gareth you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about some things just stay with you i don't you think know what else stays with us are comparable um, to be honest but you know that's you isn't it yeah but you're grumpy and you've not enough pie so you gives a fuck <laughs> anyway uh you know what does stay with us click a corner and it's coming up next baby <laughs> Hello, welcome to the last clicker corner of the season. Uh, I don't think there'll be one in the season wrap up because nah. pretty much done all the, these, haven't we? Mm. Um, let's let's get on with it. Uh, Ellie's mum, of course, we talked about is played by uh, you know Ashley Johnson what? and whoa, who is Ellie in the games? Um, and what is interesting is Ellie's mum doesn't feature in the games at all, and uh, all the evidence you have of her existence is a note that you have in Ellie's backpack. And when you play as Ellie during the winter section, you can actually, and if anyone who hasn't played the game, you should do this. Um, when you actually play as Ellie, you can look in her backpack at notes and important artifacts that she has in there. You can easily miss that. Like there's no reason for you to do that. Like you have to like delve into the menus to do it. And there's a note from her mother to her, uh, from Anna. And it's very lovely to read there's also the switchblade which anna you know instructs marlene to give ellie here and uh that switchblade is obviously very important it's ellie's main weapon throughout both games um guitar guitar joel mentions there's a guitar in the rv and uh, joel is actually a very nifty guitar guitar player still sticking with it guitar and um he wants to teach her and that is going to be a major major plot point in season two um and if you thought music was good in this season just wait till season two people it's going to get even better turns out the way to stop the infected is guitar sounds yeah yeah true uh, there's a moment where, uh, before they see the giraffes, where Joel's like, oh, I'll just give you a boost up to get this uh, ladder. Yeah. And that is literally probably the most overused mechanic in the game. The only mechanic that I'd say that's used more is ferrying Ellie around on a fucking pallet of wood <laughs> over bodies of water because she can't swim. Yeah. And it baffles me that this season we didn't have one scene of that. Mm. Why? That just would have been such a nod. Well, they the did nod the to game. it, didn't they, in episode one or two? Yeah, they did, but they didn't do it anyway. Well, she wasn't following Joel properly. Um, she was kind of just like, just stuck. <laughs> oh, come on, what's going on? Shuffling. What are you doing? Shuffling. No, yeah. Don't go that no. way. Yeah. Fucking AI, you can't trust them, can you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> unless it's chat GPT, apparently. Anyway. No, don't uh, trust the... Don't trust it, people. Uh, infected and Gareth you had an issue with this so before reaching the fireflies um, in the game you take on like a mini horde of infected and Ellie is actually swept away in an overflowing river and she obviously can't swim which we just referenced uh, Joel rescues her takes her to the banks of this like where the water's overflowing and um, he's administering CPR 
when the fireflies knock him out and you don't know what's happened to ellie you know she's un- fully unconscious and technically dead at that point um now it's way more effective than the fucking (laughs) flashbang which is what john had an issue with um and obviously the the scene i've just described would have cost them a lot of money um so i think they just sacked it off to be honest with you john yes um but that sounds better to you right well obviously yeah sounds a lot better (laughs) Um, they only had 43 minutes though so that would have been a bit (laughs) that's right surprised you weren't that's right then um I, I, um, I thought you would have yeah, he doesn't care, liked does he? another mass infected. No, I, I, I really, I really wanted that. But as I've talked about throughout the season, Last of Us T-shirt and pants. Yay! <laughs> <sighs> hey, where's those infected? Why haven't they put those infected in? <laughs> Mel, more pie. Yeah. Um, more pie, please. More pie um, for no, myself. I am, uh, I am, <laughs> I am annoyed that they didn't do it, but I understand why they didn't do it. It's just not the way the show's gone with the infected, uh, unfortunately. Uh, but maybe season two, there'll be more of them, uh, which will be interesting. Would... Uh, giraffes. Uh, but hold, hold on, hold on. I mean, and it makes more sense for Joel to be nervous when he wakes up in the hospital. Like, if he was... If in the game he's doing CPR and then he gets knocked out, it's like, what the fuck? That's like, right. Is she dead or, or what? So Exactly. And there is that, that element to it for the player as well. You're like, what the... F- where's Ellie? Like, you're worried, you know? Um, So, yeah, that, you know... But I understand why I didn't do it. I reckon it would have been very, very hard to do well. Couldn't be asked. But, we'll, you know... <laughs> couldn't be asked. Hey, can you... We got to cut ten minutes out this episode. We have got to get down to forty three minutes. For fuck's Pedro's sake. Like, I've got a um, man day free, so come on, yeah, hurry this up. That's right. Grogu's waiting for me in the so um, giraffes uh, like for like from the game. Um, apparently, the CGI is the same according to John, uh, and we actually see no, according to both giraffes. <laughs> Let's not make this a me thing. <laughs> according to John, according to John, uh, we actually see stuffed giraffe toys throughout the season is actually they appear in three previous episodes uh in uh the streets in episode two when they're in the infected episode you see a stuffed giraffe a cutaway of it it's also in the bedroom of uh where ellie is in jackson where she finds the diary of the girl who lived before and they have that huge falling out um so you see these stuffed giraffe toys as signposts throughout the show which i thought was quite cool there was a secret cameo uh in the surgery uh room operating theater and that was laura bailey and she is uh she's one of the nurses she's you know covered up she's playing one of the nurses here in the show however she actually plays a huge character in season two uh abby Gigantor. and uh oh abby right okay. <laughs> yeah and she <laughs> she won't be playing her next season of course uh i'm actually fascinated to know who they will cast as abby uh but it is a nice cameo here and laura bailey uh, was fucking phenomenal in Last of Us Part Two. What were you going to say? In this scene, for like, mm-hmm. it. Didn't do a lot. <laughs> no, in Last of Us <laughs> yeah, Part Two, so lame, wouldn't it? <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> the way that she that she unhooked five bloobs. Change that shirt, Len. Uh, <laughs> uh, and finally, let's just like talk about the all ending. Over your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. great. Let's talk about the ending. I'm happy that they didn't change the ending at all. 
Um, and the thing about when you play the game is uh, when it finished, it, you didn't need part two. The game could have ended there. The universe of The Last of Us could have ended there. And in a way, it would have been extremely satisfying. It is one of the most satisfying endings ever. Um, but they did make a part two. And people questioned before it came out, did it need to exist? And the resounding answer after it has been played is yes. No. Yes, it is did. maybe. And I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see. Is money. One, I can't wait to see Gaz <laughs> play it. Uh, and two, I can't wait to see everyone else's reaction to the events of part two. And that's it for Clicker Corner this season. Do we try and, and cast moving on uh, to Abby? What do you reckon? You got any shouts? I actually don't have any shouts. Good. I think it's a very Let's ended um, that segment diff- of the show. I, I tell you what. I tell you what, John. I tell you what, John. We'll talk about that in the season wrap up. Because oh, okay. I think that'll be got other yeah. people have fun. Said. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I need to see who's been linked because I think I think they've probably cast already. Linked. To be honest, I don't yeah. know the rumors. <laughs> um, let's move on to this: the feedback, our favorite section. I'm sorry that we didn't get um, all your feedback in this week because we did record very early. If you have sent us an email or you want to send us an email, you can do so at fancriticalpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, and if it hasn't been read out here, it will be read out in the season wrap up in a few weeks' time. Um, so still send us emails in get your thoughts across on the season as a whole what you think of that ending if you've played the games if you haven't played the games if you like our critiques if you don't like our critiques etc now feedback Uh, Dante has written in and said uh, short one but important I don't feel you guys are being as critical as your name lends there are massive problems with this show and personally I think they're rushing everything Every character in the show uh, is on for such a small amount of time. I'm confused to anyone uh, how anyone gets attached to any character before they're dead and gone. I love what you guys do and the critical breakdowns of everything in a show. I feel that is slightly being missed on me in your Last of Us breakdowns, though. Thank heavens for John. Never thought I'd hear that sentence. <laughs> Never thought I'd hear that sentence. Uh, I like, Dante, I think, has been a long long time supporter of ours so um correct you know big big fan but hmm. I, you think I don't, he's peaked I don't, I don't feel i don't feel <laughs> obligated to to like to find fault in things if as i'm watching it i'm i'm really enjoying the ride and to, to, i totally understand that as a criticism it's perfectly valid that certain things were rushed and that is a reasonable thing to say doesn't mean that doesn't have to be imparted on everybody we don't all have to share mm. that same view and to be to be honest i think in the end that did that did come home to roost like it, it, in that final episode it was things were rushed and i think it was a, a bit of a shame that it didn't end on a five blueberry episode for me because I've loved this series. And I think personally, it's, we'll talk about this in the, in the wrap up, but this is the best video game adaptation ever. And you yeah, know, there's no doubt. Maybe, maybe uh, as, slim as pickings a, there, mate. Well, it is, but as a response to <laughs> having a video game adaptation that has done, that, that's been so great, maybe uh, there is a bit more enthusiasm towards towards it but um yeah, there's def- but I, yeah I'm not gonna, I agree I, with you guys I'm not gonna 
be forced to change my views on it because we've got critical in our name. Like that's not what that means. I I do think that of course we've been glowing in our reviews this season and it has been hard for us to pick up on negatives but I do think like you said it's come home to roost a bit in this episode I have mentioned several times about the time and worried about this 43 minute runtime of the final episode John's mentioned it as well and yeah it is a bit rushed do I think there could have been another episode in here 100% what why why not give more time to these characters yes it might have been a slower episode yes it might have only got three or four blueberries but it would have given more context to joel's decision at the end of the season and i have no issue with that i also have no issue with showing more of the fireflies i had no issue if they wanted to show more fedra i think there's some really interesting political situations that are going on in the world that they live in right now in these characters live in that you could shine a light on more and that is what they did with Kathleen. Maybe take some time away from fucking Kathleen <laughs> and well, give it to some other interesting concepts. Yes, but, you know, I, I, I got hammered for picking on her earlier on in, in... No, you didn't. Yes, we, I we did. We said to you... By who? Uh, the, second, <laughs> the second episode. No, not, oh, not yeah, you yeah. two, just Mel- Melanie Linsky in, in general. It was not like... I, I'm annoyed how high I've scored some of those episodes. They were not good. No, but but the Sam and Henry stuff deserved five blueberries oh, because it's fucking brutality. And I will say that as well in response to that point that that Dante made. For me, the and, and maybe it didn't work for Dante, and that's fine. But I that was one of the things I was blown away by in this series is how well they make you care about characters that have only been on yes. screen for an episode. I've they 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 did we made a point of that, that. several times. Yeah, and, and some people have used that against the show now it, after the full season saying that was the formula for the show. And it is in a way. But wow, what a skill to make me personally, me personally and some other people obviously feel connected to these characters in one episode. <laughs> I think back to Bill and Frank and I still think now, retrospectively looking at that episode, it's even better. <laughs> you know, I look back at that episode and I think, wow, what a fantastic episode of television. Um one of the best I've ever seen. Well, thanks for the email, Dawn. Say, I hope we've, you know, I hope we've been critical in this episode, which I, I, I think we have. Like, you know, we're always critical. John, always John was critical. right. Just, we are. John, John was right. This episode has things in there that could be five bloobs. There are some of the best moments of the season. But why did they make it forty-three minutes? Baffling. Anyway, Tanisha's also written in. Um, thanks for the email and said, "Hope I'm not too late." That being said, I approached this series with no context. I started watching when I saw the notification that my favourite podcast was covering the series. HBO has you to thank me for watching. Oh, I was listening to a different podcast. On to my thoughts. On to my thoughts. This was quite a fascinating series. I didn't approach this knowing what to expect, so each episode was very new for me. If I'm being honest, much of this uh was thought-provoking and interesting until the finale i wasn't sure what the end goal was len i think another two episodes to conclude the season would have been ideal last point while i wasn't overly impressed with the show it certainly had its moments i mostly enjoyed following along with you three if you weren't covering this i wouldn't watch after the finale i wouldn't really care to watch a season two although again i may just watch to keep up with you three thanks for all your entertainment tanisha from atlanta by the way of los angeles 
It's not getting glowing reviews, this uh, show so far, is it? <laughs> not in the feedback <laughs> section. Yeah. Um, but I will. It's nice that, you know, people are watching along for us. It's lovely, isn't that it? It is lovely. Thanks, Tanisha. Um, sorry that it hasn't resonated reson- with you. Yeah, resonated in the same way it has for, well, <laughs> me and Len. Um, Len and I. And um, John. John. John will give this season five bloobs in the end. In the season wrap, I want to tell you now, he scored like six episodes, five bloops or something. He's a he's, no, and if he doesn't, no, I don't think I have. It's been what nine episodes I've given six, five bloops. No way, I think you've given five actually, five, five bloops. You've given well, let's go, let's go back. I, uh, the, the one thing I will <laughs> run uh, it back, like <clears throat> I'll happily say this now, uh, this and again, I had this conversation with uh, with Rich. Uh, there you go. A little yep. shout out, Hi, for Rich. Um, when we pod. were talking about this after like five or six episodes, and he's obviously he also has Last of Us uh, pajamas and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course he does. Yeah, yeah. like Len um, with biscuit and a bit of gravy, <laughs> crumbs, yeah, crumbs and stuff <laughs> all over it. Um, and he was like, "This is one of the best TV series I've ever seen," and. I like you, Len. I think there's there's a bias at play, which is what course, happened yeah. with me and and the Watchmen, because the Watchmen series was as was better than I was hoping. It like I, I I'd go back now and think, how could I not just give every single episode five bloobs? And I gave a lot mm-hmm. of them five bloobs, and and that that series for me is still the best series for a long, long time. Like I would say the Watchmen is, is better than this. Um quite comfortably. But, but that but that's a personal opinion, right? So so I think yeah, there's yeah. a there's a bias at play here that and it and it goes the other way, funnily enough. So some of the reviews that are hammering this um this show and I say reviews like I'm talking about uh, I'm not talk, I'm talking about critical reviews. I'm talking about people that give it like one out of ten and things like that is because they have such a love for the game and they want it to be something that it's not quite in the show, which uh, and which is a pathetic yeah. stance to take. I'd, uh, Agreed. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, good points. And uh, thank you, Tanisha. I'm glad that we kept you company uh, during the season. I hope that we kept other people company this season as well. And And, and I will say that... <laughs> Do do come back for season two. I think, um, you know, if they stick to the, the main plot points of season two, then uh, you're in for a wild ride, a much more expansive story. Um, this is quite a close story of just, a, you know, two people traveling through the apocalypse. Um, and season two really opens things up and, and brings new characters in and a lot, a lot more drama. So, um do stick around for that and of course i'm glad and i'm very happy that we were able to be here with you through the apocalypse tanisha thank you for your email of course uh we've got to wrap up now uh, but we are doing our season wrap up it won't be out um you know straight away it'll be a few weeks at least uh while we digest more of our thoughts so you've got plenty of time to write in do email us at fancriticalpodcast@gmail.com or leave us a note on one of our socials and uh we'll try and read it out in the season wrap up with our <laughs> we can read final blueberry score of the season um and that's it boys 
That's it. Last deep dive in the bank. Done. Just got to edit it now and get it out there to the big wide world. Um, beautiful stuff. Um, of course, as I said, sponsor us further on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash fancritical. Uh, subscribe to fancritical, our main channel, uh, or, you know, any of the channels really. But if you are listening on anything that isn't fancritical, do search it on any podcast app platform, uh, Spotify, and subscribe to fancritical for more delicious reviews on other things. Thank you to my fellow survivors, John and Gareth. Cheers, now mate. let's go attack the day, guys. And uh, sorry, yeah, enjoy and survive. <laughs> basically, yeah. we'll do. You say attack the day. Yeah, he did. I did. I don't know. What's <laughs> fucking I'm delirious. It's like very early in the morning here, and I've had a Red Bull, and I'm sort of shaking a bit. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, go and attack the the day, listeners. Yeah, attack it. Attack it. Yeah, good. <laughs> Red Bull. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Chris. Yeah.